Good afternoon. This is Chris, and you're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope that you're having a fantastic day. Some quick announcements are that, one, I hope you had a chance to listen to last week's episode, which was talking about laying the groundwork and foundation and what it is exactly that we believe and the importance and need to really establish that within our personal lives. Also, it's also important to note that all of these podcasts are available on the following platforms, Anchor, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Breaker, Google Podcasts. And you can always support the podcast at encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to become a sponsor or if you would like us to run ads about your business, please be so kind as to send an email to our team at encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. Do you know who you are? Do you know what's happened to you? Do you know what you want? Do you want to live this way? Simple questions, but I think uh, they are important because they're vital to our livelihood, not just because it's New Year, but these questions are important. And today on the podcast, we're talking about the importance and the need for having a clear vision for our life. And this does start with how we see things. Specifically, we'll talk more about these questions, look at the concept of lens, vision in the scriptures, and our everyday life. Do you know who you are? Do you know what's happened to you? Do you know what you want? Do you want to live this way? I'll be honest, as far as a person that a content creator that cites uh, their sources. I literally got these questions. They've stayed in my mind for years from a fictional television show that I love. But I bring them up because in the show, or at least in the fictional aspect of the show, it was a character that was really looking at her life in knowing who she was and what has happened to her and what she wanted. And did she want to live that way and continuing you know, the reflection and evaluation of paths and choices because we uh, always have a choice in how we live our lives and the directions and the way that we move and what it is exactly that we're doing. We get to actively choose to do something. We get to look at what it is that we're thinking about, what it is that we believe, how do we perceive it and decide, is that still true? Does that still work for us? Are we still going in that direction? And even though that was a fictional show and that was years ago, I've been thinking about that all this week and over the over the holiday season as we were on holiday and thinking about these questions also because our leader, Apostle Triplett, was asking us to write the visions that we have for our lives and our, for our ministries and our personal brands and such. And so I think it's important to really dive deep into thinking about these questions and thinking about the impact and need for having a clear vision for your life. Because if we don't have a clear vision, sometimes that can cause us to become off balance. For example, a lens, it's simple technology. It either bends light or it blocks light. A lens is actually invisible. It is something that we see through. It determines the way that we see, what we see, and what we don't see. It can either bend our viewpoint or block it. No one, 
comes through life without a lens. A lens in itself can be formed by assumptions and beliefs, and maybe sometimes they can even be prescribed by anger, fear, or even Christian traditions. And it is often the combination of these things that tell people how to view life or how to view the Bible, what the Bible is or isn't. Yet here's what's true. We have a relationship with God. And as this relationship increases and unfolds and grows, as we learn more of who he is and what he's like, our lens shifts. So that means that we see the Bible in the context that it was written rather than just as we're just reading and going along. It is a map of stories and experiences and journey and, and insightful. Yet God also speaks in promptings and dreams through people and even pain. And as we're growing it's always important to remember that the purpose of Jesus was to make many sons and daughters or days and them or however we identify. Thus, over the course of our relationship with God, our lens will shift multiple times. Our mindset will be renewed multiple times. And this is important. And I think the reason that this idea becomes problematic or causes some people to worry or get upset, because if you don't have the foundation of who you are, what's happened to you, you know, do you want to live this way? What do you believe? Is it still true? Then sometimes when we take away or we say, hey, we get a new truth and we want to absorb that, it becomes problematic or issues if you don't have it already, a strong foundation of what it is that you believe, what is the vision for your life. Because I believe without the vision, without a clear vision of who you are, you know, where, do, where it is that you're going, you know, what has happened to you? Do you want to continue this way? Without the clear answers to these questions, people become stuck in old viewpoints, perspectives, and bad theology. Consider Genesis 12, 1 through 3. It reads, now the Lord has said to Abraham or Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. When he was 99 years old, talking about Abraham, God was still talking about the promise and vision for Abraham's life. The encounter with God's promise was so so powerful that Abraham fell on his face in Genesis 17. Go back and read it if you ever have time. Abraham wondered how a guy who was nearly 100 years old could possibly father a child. Yet the vision was fulfilled at a time when all of the conditions meant that it was impossible. I mean, Sarah herself was past the time of childbearing, and the whole thing was a joke to her. Yet the promise was fulfilled. In the following year, they had a son and an heir. The Lord made Abraham not just a nation, but a father of nations. The promise given to Abraham far exceeded anything that he could handle by himself. So what's my point? Vision gives us a excuse me. Vision gives us a spectacular view of God's perception for us and around us. 
Every hindrance in front of us must be overwhelmed by the majesty within our hearts. A problem can never be bigger than Christ. Barriers are designed to teach us to overcome. Obstructions are meant to kill off the skeptic in all of us. Vision allows us redemption from the temporal things of this world into the eternal dimension of the kingdom. We become present in the future in our spiritual approaches to life. We understand, as did Jesus, that a time is coming and even now is. A path opens up before us and we adopt the present life into the future relationship that will become. The future begins today. This is because God always works from the whole to the particular, big picture to the smallest detail. And we have to overcome the obstacles in ourselves to stay present in the future regarding God's intentions for us. For example, let's take our problems. In order to solve our problems, we have to get above it. And this means negativity comes at us from a lower level of existence than our placement in Christ. So if we respond on the same level, then we become tethered to that negativity and its oppositional perception. The impact of this on our mental and emotional state can work against us our faith, our trust, and enjoyment of God. Consider, for example, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 7, which reads, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. The meaning of these verses are that Jesus wants us to capture the thought he is releasing to us in the experience and practice obedience to it in joy. Because why? An elevated thought life, an elevated vision leads to fullness. Height in the spirit connects our vision. It attaches us to authority, power, and dominion. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you want? Do you know what's happened to you? Do you want to live this way? Consider how life moments can change your perspective, can color your thinking, can provide an opportunity for you to evaluate or reevaluate everything you think you know. I'm really cognizant and aware that there are many people that are not reading Bible scriptures, you know, they don't even subscribe to that. So my question and my thought process often is how do you talk to people that that's not really, you know, where you coming from? Here's what I think. A clear vision of what you want helps you to see opportunities and possibilities all around you. It guides you in figuring out what you want to do and what actions and activities you need to do to accomplish your objectives. Vision helps you take inventory of your strengths and your weaknesses. It helps to identify your characteristics and abilities that are advantageous to achieving your vision. Having a clear vision can also point to traits that can hinder your vision, such as impatience and short-term thinking. In the absence of a clear destination, one simply wonders about 
and is blown by the wind from one point to another. That's why I say when you don't know who you are, you don't know what's happened to you, you don't know the impacts of why you think the way that you think, why you believe what it is you believe, you can wobble, you can be off balance. When you encounter challenges and setbacks, your vision, what it is that you stand firm and resolute in believing keeps you going. A powerful vision translates to passion, which gives you great gusto and intensity in the actions that you take. It gives more meaning and enjoyment, pleasure and satisfaction to life. In short, it increases your appetite for life. It's not just positive thinking and positive uh, mantras is what is it that you believe what are you rooted in does it still sustain you how does it impact your life do you know who you are do you know what's happened to you do you want to continue to live this way yes it's a brand new year 2020 but as we think about the vision for our life and where it is that we're trying to go do we have a clear path of what that means for each area of our life? What is our vision for our finances? What is our vision for our professional life? What is our vision for our personal relationships? What is our vision for our health? Vision for our mind? Vision for our spirituality? Vision for our beliefs that we're having? Are those places that we're growing and growing in a good direction, growing and evolving? Or is our lens shifting? These are questions that only you can answer. Why? Because battles are first won or lost in the mind. When you picture yourself as having succeeded, you are one step ahead. Because the truth is, we've already won. We have already overcome. Yes, I know there are all kinds of circumstances and experiences and moments that have changed our life in various ways. But the point is, what's the vision for your life? Yes, that's true that that happened, regardless of the feelings that are attached to it. And and those are all valid, too. What's the vision for your life? Won't you take the first step in trying to think about the answers to these questions? Do you know who you are? Do you know what has happened to you? Do you want to continue this way? Start today by beginning to think, what is the vision for your life in your professional lives, in your personal relationships, in your finances? in your spirituality or your relationship with Abba. Think about where it is that you're trying to go. What's the plan for that? That's all I have for you today. I hope that something has been said that ignites your heart, that moves you, that gives you food for your mind, spirit, and soul. Do you know who you are? Do you know what's happened to you? Do you want to continue this way? What is the vision for your life and in case you remember nothing that i said in these uh podcasts today here are three things that i want you to think about this week vision gives us a spectacular view of god's perception for us and around us a problem can never be bigger than the lordship of christ barriers are designed to teach us to overcome. Obstruction is meant to kill off the skeptic in all of us. Vision allows us redemption from the temporal things of this world into the internal dimension of the kingdom. A path opens up before us 
as we adopt a present life into the future relationship that it will become. The future begins today. What is your vision for your life in every area and aspect that you move through it? What is the vision for your life? I say it a different way. My spiritual father said it this way, and I quote him. There are no wasted moments, only lessons and victories. Clear vision. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for being a part of our listening family on every single platform. You can always support the podcast at Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. I'll talk to you next week. Peace. I love you, and you will never change it.